Hello, I'm Sheldon Shalley, psychotherapist, shamanic practitioner, and the author of the book, The Other Man and Me. And I'm Bertha Eddington, podcast producer. And we both welcome you to this groundbreaking podcast, Spirituality and Sexuality, The Hidden Connection. So, Sheldon, where is our talk today going to take us on this exploration of that hidden connection? Well, Bertha, today we're going to talk about something almost magical, something that happens almost every evening. Every night, we visit a fantastic realm where we receive one of life's most precious and most undervalued gifts, our dreams. Dreams can provide creative inspiration, keys to understanding our past and our problems, and even introduce us to parts of us that we haven't yet met, that long to live. So understanding our past and our problems is one of the functions of dreams. Dreams are nothing short of miraculous. The great psychiatrist Carl Jung said, Whoever carefully observes his dreams may gain access to dimensions of his or her nature that would otherwise be impossible. Hmm. That's that's interesting. I I know personally I have always had very vivid dreams, and they've always seemed to be meaningful. I mean, they stick with me, but I've never really understood what's going on with them, (laughs) to tell you the truth. Um, Can you help me understand, Sheldon? Well, theories abound as why we dream. We know that all people dream. But do these dreams really have value? Are they really trying to tell us something? Can they be a source of inspiration, information, and even direction for our lives? Well, research on the neurophysiological states associated with dreaming shows that dreaming occurs about every 90 minutes during a slim state of rapid eye movement called REM. Now, since REM states occur in infants and in most animals, where psychological factors are not a major consideration, scientists believe that dreams must serve some biological function. In fact, if REM sleep is interrupted, REM sleep and dreaming increases, causing researchers to believe that REM sleep and dreaming is a way of processing information in search of solutions of problems. Other researchers believe that dreaming is a function of the nervous system, simply to take in, process, and integrate new information. Yeah, I've heard that and read about that before. So does that mean we're saying dreams are just a physiological function of our bodies? Not necessarily. Dreams regularly serve as a source of artistic inspiration. Robert Louis Stevenson composed his masterpiece, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, by transcribing and reworking events that had taken place in his dreams. Mozart, Beethoven, and even Billy Joel have reported that they made extensive use of the music they first heard in their dreams. Albert Einstein got the first inkling of the idea for his theory of relativity in a dream and said that his entire scientific career was a meditation on that dream. How the inventor of the sewing machine, after having exhausted all conventional ideas 
on how to build a machine that could sew. Got the idea of putting the hole in the point of the needle from a nightmare. I could go on and on because from history to present time, examples are full of the creative impetus that dreams and dreaming may provide. Yeah, I know they they say that Charles Dickens wrote his books based on his dreams of the night before. I wish I, my dreams sometimes seem like action adventure, and I I wish I could write them down, and maybe they'd be a blockbuster movie, who knows. So, so I, we've established the, the impact of dreams, but what does that have to do with the spirituality of sex? Well, most religions, both past and present, recognize the value of dreams and even assert that God often speaks through dreams. In fact, a study of the Judeo-Christian tradition shows a clear and consistent theory about the use of dreams as a medium of revelation from God. The key is to being open to the dream's messages. All of us prime the dream pump every night when we ask ourselves honest questions about our most important life issues. Being ready and open to our dreams, healing, and creative messages allows us to touch those deep parts of ourselves that not only stand in the way of our healing and growth, but even point the way to healing and wholeness. So often a dream can be a spontaneous self-portrait expressed in symbolic form that represents the actual situation in the unconscious. It's like the dream shows the situation not as we assume it to be or even want it to be, but as it really is. The dream tells us what we don't know, what we're not paying attention to. Hmm. Well, as I've said, I have very vivid dreams but I don't understand the, what they mean or the symbology. Can you give me a direct example? Sure. So dreams have a structure that can be divided into four parts or stages. First is the setting, then the plot, is often a turning point, and then a conclusion. So the following dream is a good example of the connection between spirituality and sexuality using these four stages. So, in this dream, I'm with a man I'll call Carl. We embrace and kiss. We become sexually aroused. I want us to climax in our pants, as I had previously done with another man. But Carl doesn't want to because it's just too messy. He would rather take our penises out and masturbate them, but first he goes home to get a towel to wrap his penis in to catch the semen so it won't be so messy. While he's gone to get the towel, I have a complete change of heart in this dream. I decide I don't want to climax because I know Carl doesn't really want to. So I go find him and I say, you know what? Let's work together and have a good relationship. In fact, we can have an intimate knowledge of each other because of our bracing and kissing without having us to have to have sex or climax in our pants. Hmm. Okay, so all of that makes sense to me in, in dreamland fashion. So can you, using the four stages, can you break it down what the interpretation is? Of course. The setting in this dream is a church. It's important to pay attention to the place where a dream occurs, as that speaks to what area of the psyche or the area of our lives we're working in. 
So a dream occurring in a church would suggest to me that I'm working on a spiritual issue or perhaps a religious issue. Now, the plot develops around whether to have a sexual encounter with the dream image, Carl. The turning point in the dream is where I change my mind, the change of heart that I have while Carl is gone to get the towel. The conclusion is, I choose not to have a sexual relationship with Carl. So how does that relate to you in real life? Well, at the time of this dream, Carl was the music director at the church where I attended. He had been asked to leave the position, and I had been asked by the church to take his job. Now, Carl was, in fact, a very talented and creative musician, and therefore represented my own inner creative masculine energy, as well as my former life as a church music director. The dream showed the current situation. The invitation to take the job as church music director symbolized by my embracing Carl as a same-sex encounter. Now, sexual desire can symbolize the arousal and movement of libido or of psychic energy, a creative psychic energy. To climax represents the desire to release that energy, to express it somehow. It even symbolizes the movement toward the completion of a desire or goal. In this dream, I decide not to fulfill that desire. I do not release this energy by climaxing because the Carl in me doesn't really want to. So the dream showed that by honoring the Carl in me, by containing that energy and not climaxing, we were able to work together and have a good relationship. An intimate relationship developed because of the two parts of me. According to the dream, this intimate relationship developed because of consciousness. That is, what we knew about each other. Oh, that's very fascinating. And it makes me realize how very self-aware you are, even down to your dream self. My goodness. So, did that dream reveal anything further to you? Well... While I could certainly apply this dream to the decision not to take the church music position, it also shed light on my innate homosexuality as an identifiable heterosexual man and the direction that that desire was to take. Although, as far as I know, Carl is a heterosexual male. The dream also suggested that I was making a choice not to return to the former life and that type of same-sex encounters. This was represented by my reference to this sexual encounter with Carl with my former same-sex relationship with another person uh, we'll call Sam. It was just too messy. And while the dream shows that part of me was trying to find a way to have such a relationship that wouldn't be messy, I knew that that part really didn't want such a relationship. So in honoring that part of me, I choose not to return to a same-sex relationship. Well, it may sound trite to say, but to me that seems very, very deep and very aware. I have a self-awareness that very few of us possess. How How can this help us all? And how does how does it connect with spirituality? How do we connect it with our spirituality? dreams, even our sexual dreams, are messengers from the soul, from the spirit. And if we listen, they can provide us really valuable insight into our lives. 
They're patterns of spiritual energy expressed as symbolic and spiritual meanings. And I believe, and know for myself anyway, that ignoring these messages is a way of hindering our growth both physically and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as we talked last time, it, it's all part of the oneness. Um, and that's a very deep well to dive into, and not for the faint of heart, um, if, if you will allow me that. Um, still, for those of us who have persistent dreams, how do we embark on this exploration? Well, a great way to listen or to begin to listen to the wisdom of the soul is to keep a dream journal. So place a notebook by your bed. And when you awaken from a dream, write it down before it sinks back into the unconscious. Then later, read the dream. Notice the characters in the dream. Who are they? What comes to mind when you think about these images? What do you associate with the images? What do they represent to you? What parts of you might they symbolize? Ask yourself, what is this dream trying to get me to pay attention to? There's a great book that offers a practical step-by-step approach to dream work. It's called Inner Work, Using Dreams and Active Imagination for Personal Growth. And it's by a Jungian analyst, Robert Johnson. So next time, we'll even go further into unmasking our sexual dreams, fantasies, and erotic longings. We can learn to be unafraid and open to the true meaning of our life on multiple levels. That's exciting and a little bit unnerving. And I appreciate you, Sheldon, for speaking so candidly and caringly, sharing your valuable insights. And we want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Spirituality and Sexuality, The Hidden Connection. If you found it valuable, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. We appreciate you joining us on this journey of exploration as we reach out to provide validation and deeper understanding of modern sexual and spiritual expression. Thank you. Yes, thank you all, and please join us next week.